the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. That song was I Think I'm Gonna Like It from Annie. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm eight years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to David Katz. He's from the South African National Defence Force. I'll be speaking to him in a little while. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and you will be able to win a prize from Kid & Co. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you just want to say hi. The, S- the SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me an a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019. Please sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on High Kids today. Stay tuned. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Kai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm eight years old. I have David Katz with me from the South African National Defence Force. So send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, David Katz. Hello, Rio. How are you? My name's David and I'm 57 years old. I'm good. Um, which army are you in? I'm in the South African National Defence Force. Yeah. And I also... Uh, in, in a regiment, I mean the South African Irish Regiment, which is part of the South African National Defence Force. What's a regiment or whatever you said? A regiment is a unit of the South African National Defence Force. So in the in the Defence Force, you're going to have different units that have got different names. Are you still in the Army? Yes, I am. I'm still in the Army. I've been in the Army since 1988. Have you fought any wars? I've been very lucky. I haven't fought any wars. I have been in danger. And... We, we, we fought in a war against crime, what we call the war against crime. So I've operated together with the police for many years in our fight against crime. That's the closest I've come to fighting a war, and it was close enough. Which academy did you go to? At the moment, I'm studying at the Saldana Military Academy. What uniforms do you wear? I've got a lot of uniforms. Um, we've got what we call summer dress for the summertime. And then we've got winter dress for the winter time. I've also got a parade dress, which is a very smart uniform that we use on uh, on the different parades. Like special occasions. And special occasions. And then I've got a camouflage uniform when we're in operations. That was we, what we wear. And I've also got a mess dress. When we go to dinners and fancy things, then we wear our mess dress. Why are they called a mess dress? Because we're, we... That's a very good question, actually. When we uh, we've got a, an area in the in the regiment that's called a mess, it's like a it's like an entertainment area, like a bar, and that's where everybody meets after work. And inside there, you wear what you call your mess dress. How many years did it take for you to finish training? Well, training is ongoing. When I first went into the army, it took me one year to become a, a, a lieutenant. I went to the army for two years, but for the first year, we trained for twelve months. And then thereafter, it's continuous training. You're always training in the army. You don't stop training. You've got to do different courses. And in order to get promotion, you need to do courses all the time. Has anything embarrassing ever happened to you? I'll tell you the most – it's a good question, that. I'll tell you the most embarrassing 
thing that ever happened to me is that I was together with the police and I was doing a roadblock in one of the areas. And guess who drove through the roadblock? It was my mother with her friend. So she rolled down the window at the roadblock and I said to her, hello, Ma. And, and the woman next door to her, her friend said, who, who is that? So she said, that's my son. So she says, I can't believe it. it. It's just too terrible for a mother to have to look at a son like that. That was my most embarrassing moment. Are you a good soldier? Well, what's, what's a good soldier? I'd like to think I'm a good soldier. A good soldier is one, a soldier who does his duty and obeys lawful commands and serves his government of the day. So I hope I'm a good soldier. Are there any animals in the army? There's a lot of different animals in the army. You know, long, long time ago, in the, in, the, in, the, in the ancient armies, they used elephants to fight wars. Well, um, my, my uncle was riding horses for the army, I think. That's right. It was a unit called Bereda. So horses are, are, have been in the army for years and years and years. There's also dogs. There's dog units in the, in the army. Do you know there's even dolphins in the army? They've used, they, they, they strap bombs onto dolphins and they get them to sink ships and things like that. There's donkeys in the army. So the army is full of pigeons. Did I mention pigeons? Because pigeons can always find their way home and they can deliver stuff for They can deliver messages, like exactly. So there's, there's many, many different types of animals in the army, serving in the army. Do you know there's even monuments to those animals? They've got monuments to the donkeys who died in the war and the horses that died in the war. Some of the dogs have been decorated as heroes in the war. So the animals take... Uh, take a big, big part in, 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 in the army. How old were you when you started training? I started uh, training when I was 27. I first went to university, so I was quite old. The average age of the army in those days, people went to the army when they were 18. So I was quite old when I went to the army because I went to the university first. Okay. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm eight years old. Today I have David Katz in studio with me. He is from the South African National Defence Force. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061 895 or call 010-140-3020. Let's carry on with the questions with David. Do you like your job? Well, first of all, I must tell you, I'm not in the Army full-time. I'm, I'm actually what's called a, a Citizen Force member, so we're only in the Army on a, on a part-time basis. So I have a job outside the Army, and uh, I enjoy that job very, very much. And... I also enjoy my job in the army. The two go together, and that's that's the beauty of being in the citizen force, is that you can you can follow your career outside the army, and you can still partake inside the army at the same time. So yes, I do. I I I, I love both sides of my life. I like the army side of my life, and I like being a normal citizen. How old do you have to be to join the army? Well, these days. Um, you have to be 18, you must have a matric, and you must be 18 years. That's, that's the minimum age. Have uh, you won, have you won any medals? Yeah, I've, uh, I've got a, I've, I have got some medals, and they are, the medals are for long service, or my one medal is for serving for 10 years, and then after, after 20 years you get another medal, 
And then I have a medal for good conduct. I have two medals actually for good conduct. What's and conduct? so say again. What's conduct? If you if you con- if you do your duty well, then and you do a, a, your job well, uh, well, then you get a, a medal to say you've done your job well. Or if you do something exceptional, that's not expected of you. You 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 get a medal. So I've I've got a couple of those. And then I've also they gave me a medal when they closed my commando unit in 2011. And 2011 they closed the commando units. Or early, I think it was 2008 they closed the commando units. And everybody who served in the commandos was given a medal. So I have a, a medal for that also. You get medals, you all get different types of medals. You get medals for bravery. Uh, you get medals for uh, campaign medals for serving in certain areas. Uh, a lot of the other people that serve with me in my unit have been up to places like the Sudan and uh, the DRC, and they've got United Nations medals. So that's that's one way of rewarding soldiers in the army is to uh, give them medals for good conduct, for serving, and for serving bravely. You studied. You studied as an accountant. What made you choose a career in the army instead? I did start off. When I, when, when I uh, finished matric, I went to Witwatersrand University and I did my Bachelor of Commerce. And after that, I did a Bachelor of Accountancy. And then I wrote my board exam. I became a chartered accountant. And then in those days, back then in 1988, there was something called conscription. That meant that you didn't have a choice to go to the army. You had to go to the army. So in, uh, in 1988, I went to the army and came out of the army after two years, and I carried on as a chartered accountant. So I never gave up being a chartered accountant, but I joined the citizen force, which is the part-time forces afterwards, and uh, I carried on being a chartered accountant and carried on being a soldier at the same time, which is still possible today, and that's that's exactly how people handle the citizen force. You you you. Uh, do your job, and you serve in the army at the same time. Have you ever fought in a war? Luckily, um, I'm not one of those that's fought in a proper conventional war. But I have been, as I've said before, I've been in danger a couple of times while serving with the police here. And uh, uh, as I say, it's very fortunate that, uh, that, no, I haven't been in a proper war. Very, very few soldiers have actually experienced a proper war. It's not a nice thing to, 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 to have. Were you scared if you have, you know? Were you scared like when you were working against the crime? Um, certainly at, at, uh, at times I've been, I've, I've been scared. When you're in danger, you, you, you get scared. You get scared for yourself. You get scared for the people that you're serving with. But not at the time. Funnily enough, when you, when you go through a lot of danger, you're not scared at the time because your training comes in. You do a lot of training all the time and your training, your training kicks in. It's afterwards when you think about what you've been through that you sometimes get scared. So, yeah. Is it boring planning for something that will probably that probably will never happen? You know the best the best thing uh to do is to train. And the way you 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 reduce your fear and the way you learn to work together with other people is to train, train and train and train some more. So it's not a boring thing, it's a very very necessary thing and and training and planning and doing things for something that was most probably won't happen uh, is, is a way of, of preventing those things actually happening and, 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 and staying alive. 
And also it's exciting because you're making up new strategies and that. Absolutely. But also, you know, one of, one of the things, and you, and, and you make a very good point, one of the things about the army, what the, one of the, the things that attracts me to the army is the comradeship, the friendships you make in the army. When you train together, you get good at something together, and you make lifelong friendships because those people are reliant on you for their, for their lives, and you rely on them for your lives. So training, training is, is a very, very important thing. And you, you, as you say, it most probably you'll never put – it's one of the few professions if you think about it. Let's think about a doctor for a moment. Um, a doctor trains and trains at university for many years, for maybe six to eight years, and then he goes and practices. Am I right? He goes and does operations and that type of thing. Now, a soldier trains and does the same thing for years and years and years, but he may never, ever put into practice what he's learned. So that's the difference uh, between a soldier and other professions, is that other professions actually get to do their profession, and soldiers most of the time don't get to do their profession. What do you love about history? Well, history is very, very important, and I'm sure you know that. Do you, do you study history at, uh, at, at school? Well, sometimes I study Jewish history because yes. I'm Jewish. yes. At, in Jewish studies, so yeah, I do. So, so what does what does what does it tell us? History tells us where we come from, not so. And it's important to know where we come from because if we don't study history, we just don't know who we are. So, as Jews, we study Jewish history and we learn exactly where we've come from and what's happened to us, and it defines us and it tells us tells us what we are. So, that's the first important thing about history. And history also tells us how we got to where we are today. So it tells us a story of, of how we arrived in South Africa. I mean, we need to know how we, how we got here. And that's very interesting. And it also gives us a clue. If you study history, it gives you a clue as to where we're going to be going in the, in the future. So that's why I love history, and that's why I study it, because it just helps you know exactly who you are, how you got here, and where you're going to go to. One day I want to be an author like you. How do you start a book? Well, it's not the easiest thing. You, you've got to have a passion. The first thing you, you, you have to do is you really, really got to want. And that's everything in life. That's not just writing a book. Yeah. That's I, everything. I wrote a book once called The Meow Vacuum Cleaner. It's not published once. hasn't been published, but it's about... I started one morning when I decided, well, I want to write a book, and I had the most amazing ideas because I had already invented names, superhero names for animals, so I decided to make that a book. Right, and, you, and I can hear from what you're saying to me that you've, got a, that you've got a passion for writing. You want to write. You've got a story to tell. So what's the first thing that came into my head when I wanted to write is that I actually wanted to learn something. I wasn't really interested in telling a story about something. I just wanted to learn something first. And just by the way, by writing, I managed to tell a, tell a story that other people may have been interested in. So it's, it, it, the first thing is you've got to have a passion. You've got to love doing it. It's not just something that, that you know yourself. You've wrote that book and it didn't just happen. You had to absolutely have a passion for what you're doing. Yeah, I really, I really wanted to write a book and then I decided, well, I'm going to make it about my animals. That's right. Absolutely. And then you've got to write about, you've got to write about, even if you write a novel or a story, you've got to write about what you know about, your personal experiences. So you might change a name or you might turn it into fiction, or even if it's a nonfiction book, it's got to be about something that you know or you're learning. 
And uh, that's that's how you start. And then that's just the first start of it. Then you've got to find somebody that's interested in publishing your book. That's a very, very difficult thing because people want to make money out of it. They're not just interested in, in what you have to say. They've got to, it's got to be a profitable business to, to do that. So you've got to find a publisher. But you've got to believe in yourself. That's the most important thing. If you believe in yourself, then you're going to be able to find a publisher and convince him that your book is worth publishing. Does the president have anything to do with the army? And has anything changed since Cyril Ramaphosa has become president? Okay, the first thing is the president is a very important person in the army. The president is the commander-in-chief of uh, the army. We've got the chief. The chief of the South African National Defense Forces is a general called Soli Shoke. He's the chief, but the commander-in-chief is now President Cyril Ramaphosa. So he is a very important person in the army. Has anything changed since uh, President Ramaphosa has become president? I think we can see over the last couple of weeks there's been some big, big changes. I don't know how it's going to change uh, the influence that he's going to have at the army at the moment. But certainly in the country there's been, there's been some very, very big changes over the last couple of weeks since he's come in. So I'll just, I'll just hope well for the future. I think it's, it's looking pretty good at this stage of the game. So we are going to take a song break and we will be back soon. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM.